Hey, it's uh, it's downtown Josh Brown on with Tyrone Ross. Tyrone, what's going on? Good man, thank you for having me. I appreciate oh, you. Of course. So so you're you're uh, with Noble Bridge Wealth Management, and for people that maybe aren't familiar with you yet, um, you're also in addition to being a financial advisor, you're also kind of an expert in cryptocurrencies, and you know the market really well. Would you say that's accurate? I say that's accurate. <laughs> all right. I so, go with that. <laughs> so all right. So. Bitcoin has doubled uh, year to date. We're at almost 8,000, and I think we started like at 3,800 or something in, in January. And for the first time last night, I was tempted to, or two nights ago, I was tempted to log into my uh, <laughs> my, my Coinbase account <laughs> to check on my coin. So I wanted I wanted to get you I wanted to get you on the phone and just ask you like what in your estimation what's going on right now. So, again, I think that what you're seeing now is a lot of people who are trying to make sense of it because, again, right, it's it's doubled, right, and all of the hopium is back. But I think all you're really seeing here is a lot of people realizing that, you know, the larger institutions and the bigger names are starting to pay attention to crypto, I believe. And it's just simple. You have more buyers than sellers at this point. I think there was the, the market got washed out. It was super depressed. Um, and then you just started to see a lot of the news come out. And I want to back up, and I've been saying this for the last year and a half. 2018 was so great for news for the space, but it didn't get any traction because it was, you know, overall it was down 80, 90%. So I start starting to, you know, you're starting to see a lot of that reflected in the price now. And I think, you know, a lot of the announcement was announcements that were made, whether it was Fidelity or whatever, they're actually coming to the fore now saying, yes, this is real back so on and so forth is actually going to happen. And I think you're starting to see that reflected in the price. So Tyrone, is it all cryptocurrencies or is this really just a Bitcoin story right now? Great question. It was just Bitcoin. Um, and now you're starting to see literally in the last day or two, it's starting to, you know, Ether is starting to move as well. Um, and you're starting to, it's starting to drag um, the rest of, you know, the altcoins with it, which, which you haven't been seeing that. Usually before it was, you know, they all marched in unison, but this recent run-up has been Bitcoin and the alts really haven't followed, but now you're starting to see a big move in, in Ether as well. So it's, it's starting, the whole space is starting to march forward. Some of the chatter that I'm seeing and hearing is that there are whales accumulating, but then other people are saying um, this is now institutional money coming in. Does it have to be either or? Is it both? And can you maybe define whales for the people listening who aren't um, particularly familiar with the terminology in, in the crypto space. Yeah, so let's start there. So a whale is a, a whale is just simply the the largest holders of Bitcoin that are who they call the OGs that have been you know around the longest and have accumulated the most Bitcoin. So the whales make the biggest trades and and they use you know some of the largest exchanges to to make their trades. Some some OTC as well. So you're able to track their movements. Um, do I think that, I think that has more validity than institutions coming in. I'm still not buying that. I'm sorry. I, I think the institutions are still wanting to learn. They still. I've, I've gone to a lot of family office conferences and institutional, you know, meetups. They still want to learn. There's still a lot of uncertainty. I don't really. I'm not buying the institutional thesis, but I do think a lot of the larger holders 
Um, and if you look at all of the data overall, right, volume, the, I think two days in a row is the largest volume ever. You're starting to see new wallets. Wait, say that again. Say, say that again. The largest volume, the largest yeah, daily so, volume ever. Yeah. Two days, two days in a row. Bitcoin had the largest uh, volume it's ever had two days in a row back to back. Um, which again shows that it, that gives more credence to the whale, uh, thesis as opposed to, you know, large institutions coming in and buying it up. Um, so I think if you look at, again, if you break down all of the data, I think what you're seeing with Bitcoin is, is all of the metrics are strong, right? It shows that there is a lot, even from Google searches, right? There's a lot of people, the, the interest is there, people want to learn about it. And then you're starting to see all the on-chain data um, is, is the largest it's ever been. So I'm leaning more towards that as opposed to, you know, institutional money. I, I'm not buying that. All right. So what about the idea that trade tensions between the U.S. and China um, could be behind the reason why so many of the whales are back to accumulating again? I think a lot of the whales are, are based in Asia to begin with. Is there, you think there's anything to that or it's just coincidental? Uh, I think it's coincidental, right? As you always talk about, we always got to look for a reason for something, right? And it's like, true, flat, true. you know, so I, I, that may that that makes a little sense. But I mean, there's been times before when we've had some, you know, macroeconomic and global upheaval and Bitcoin really hasn't responded to that. I just think it's it's coincidental at this point. But with that said, I think one of the things that I've been doing personally has been doing uh, a lot more research on gold and just looking at the gold markets and, and you know, what that because, again, the, the, the narrative is crypto is going to be digital gold. Right. And, and how those two markets you know, whether they, they move in unison or there's some similarities. And I think what you do see is a lot of people that are looking at what's going on and saying, OK, well, let me at least look at Bitcoin as an opportunity to hedge. Right. Or, or put a little bit of uh, money away outside of traditional asset classes and see what happens. there. So, again, I think coincidental, but I, but I do think there is some some value to that. You mentioned uh, backed just now, B-A-K-K-T, mm -hmm. and that, mm -hmm. for, for people listening that aren't familiar, um, backed is literally being backed by the New York Stock Exchange's parent company, um, which is ISC, and mm -hmm. then a couple of other corp corporations, including Boston Consulting Group, Starbucks. So that seems like it was something that was supposed to have happened last fall, um, yep. that the launch of that exchange. What's going on with that? So it's, it's been getting delayed and getting delayed. And what is what I think is positive about the delay is that they've been actually trying to make sure that it's done correctly. Right. And you saw that, you know, they've announced updates and news along the way. Um, and then finally, now that they're saying that the I believe the, the launch is, is soon uh, the next month or another month or two. But they wanted to get the custody right, which, again, was a big issue. Um, so, so they made, you know, they announced the news around the custodian and they also, you know, announced the, uh, about their, their futures and whether it was going to be, you know, physical, um, delivery, they got that squared away. So it was a lot of things that they needed to get clear. And I think the delay so, at this point is so good. Tyrone, why is, why is the back exchange so important for the crypto, uh, for, for the, for the crypto environment? Like why are, why are so many people pointing to that? as a, a major watershed event once it once it launches a couple of reasons one because i think as you mentioned who backs it two because they you know uh starbucks is involved right because the whole thing the whole thing was that the headlines were 
that Starbucks would be able to um, now take Bitcoin for coffee, which there was announcement on that as well. It seems to be coming to fruition. Starbucks, Nordstrom, Whole Foods this week announced that they are, um, you know, going to start accepting Bitcoin or they do already actually Bitcoin payments. Um, so that was a big thing. And I think the last thing is it's simply a, a, a teaser to the to the institution showing them, OK, yeah, there's actual credible resources here for you to actually transact to custody to get best execution and a trusted source and market um, that is very familiar to traditional institutions um, that's why I think it's it's really it's really big for again that part of the space the larger institutional side all right so like for all the institutions that have been hesitant to um, really establish either positions in tokens or trading strategies, having a partner that they trust at the exchange and custodian level could kind of unlock that interest and translate it into actual activity. Right. Right now, again, institutions, they, they're just not they're just not buying it. I mean, it's just too much uncertainty. And I, I, again, I was sitting with a prime broker, you know, on Monday in, in the city. And, and again, there's a lack of prime brokerage, right? Liquidity, best, best execution. All of these things still need to be resolved. And, I, and, you know, institutions are not going to move. They have too much on the line um, until this is completely settled, strong, clear and backed by large branded names that everyone could trust. And that's the I main totally, thing here. Trust. I totally agree with that. Um, we'll, we'll leave it there. Thanks, Tyrone.